Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empower to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Elbasha. Today, I have an amazing lady who I've been trying to uh, kind of hook for a few weeks now. <laughs> Shafamin is... Um, well, she's a business coach for womenpreneurs who want to start a business online and who want to create content specifically that monetizes for them, regardless of how big or small their dreams or their visions are. Um, she's also a business owner of a few other businesses, and one of them is a modest fashion line. And um, that's actually how I got to know you <laughs> through a networking event. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting, you know. Um, so... Shaf, this is your first podcast interview? Uh, my second one, actually. Your I had one for Modestly as well. Okay. Yeah, it was a okay. long time back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, I told her, this is just a conversation between two ladies who are um, just discussing their dreams, their hopes, and, and how they can, um, how they've overcome adversity, how they've decided business for themselves, and um, how to inspire other women, hopefully. So Shaf, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here, Hanan. I mean, it's, yeah, it's been quite a few weeks, isn't it? We've been trying to get this sorted. I'm just so yeah. happy it's finally happened. And, you know, it, it's great to be here with you. Same here. Same here. Thank you. So I, I start with this question. Um, when I asked you to, um, to be interviewed on my podcast, Empower to Grow, what does that phrase mean to you, Empower to Grow? Empower to Grow. I think it means... Um, to have that belief in yourself, you know, to be empowered that you know you can do it. You know you can grow. You can be here, but you know you can grow and reach that level where you want to go, mm -hmm. right? So that's like you empower yourself with the skills, with uh, you learn the skills, uh, the, the different things that you need to have in order to grow and reach that place, the destination that you want to reach. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would say that is for me, that's what empower to grow means. You know? I love that. So it's, it's for you, it's a synonym to growth. Definitely. Because for me, that's been my story, right? Like if I look back, I'm like, yeah, at every stage, I've been empowering myself with different things to grow, to reach where I am right now. Which, so, which yeah. brings us to the next question. So <laughs> you've empowered yourself to grow yourself. Would you tell us a bit about your story, please? Uh, actually, you know, before this conversation, I was just sitting over here for 10 minutes and I was just like, what am I going to tell her about my story? <laughs> and then I thought back to, okay, because last week, my uh, two, two, two of my children had their birthdays and one of them turned 10. And I was like, oh, God bless. Okay, let's go back 10 years, 10 years back. I was just a mom. I had delivered my second kid. I wasn't thinking of business or anything. Like the thought hasn't even, it hadn't even passed my mind. Mm -hmm. Right. And honestly, at that time, my daughter, she was born sick. So it was a difficult time for me. And yes. she actually had a lot of um, ulceration on her neck due to oh, her issue. Okay. And uh, it was a very difficult time for me. And uh, I actually learned sewing because she couldn't wear the regular clothes that I could buy. 
I had to make clothes especially for her with a bigger neck so that she wouldn't, you know, hurt herself. Yeah. And then I had my third child, 2014, and at that time I remember someone asked me like, "Oh, Shafna, what are you going to do when your kids grow up?" And honestly, at that point I had three kids below the age of 4, and I was like, "Oh, the kids are going to grow up." Yes. Like <laughs> I know, don't see so the light at the end of the tunnel with oh, the babies. You know? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all I'm doing is washing, feeding, bathing, putting them to sleep, and <laughs> and repeat. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I never thought that they're gonna grow up and they're not gonna need me. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be independent one day. <laughs> you know, it's and I I remember like looking at this person with shock, like, oh, you know, and honestly. <laughs> This was back in 2014. I remember my daughter, my youngest, was like maybe two or three months old, and that's when I was like, "Okay, I need to do something for myself, right?" And mm-hmm. I hadn't planned any business or anything, and that's how I got into sewing, and that was my first business where I was making um, personalized items for children, mm-hmm. and that really took off. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like I have three kids. I'm doing all of the mom stuff. and i'm sewing and you know that was a time when uh, my husband had a business in dubai so mm-hmm. he would keep flying up and down okay so this is to cough we're looking at like i'm sewing every awake moment right mm-hmm. and if he's not in town i'm like okay i don't need to stop sewing i put the kids to sleep and i'm sewing sewing exactly. sewing exactly so it was amazing the business went really well it was i was getting orders left right and center it's like i used to my sewing machine i used to call her nina and my husband's like you're married to me or the sewing machine like you're always on it yeah. <laughs> you know and uh, the thing is you know un, un, unknown to me i was actually falling sick because no one ever told me that you can fall sick by working too much of course like i never knew that right and yeah. i've always been a very strong person i've always been somebody you can you know I'm always there like a supporting system. I I I don't crash, I don't fall because that's how I've been and I'm looking yes. after three kids, my house, all of this stuff. Very dependable is the word. And um I remember uh my husband this was like maybe 2 3 years like maybe 2016 or something and I had become I had changed. I was not the lovely mother of three anymore. I was this I don't know. I don't know what I was. I was not a nice person. And I remember my husband once came to me and he told me, "Shafna I think you need some help. And this was a time where, you know, I was fighting with him, things were going wrong at home, I was yelling at the kids, and he's like, "I think you need help." And I was so mad because like, "How dare you? Yeah. I am running a business. I'm looking after three kids. I'm looking after the house, and you're telling me I need help? You need help, right?" Now, it it went messy, and a few I think a few months later, I remember I I don't remember the how, but I remember I ended up on a beach and I was crying. because i was crying and crying and crying and i was thinking to myself i have a decent husband i have three awesome kids i have a great relationship with my parents i have a great relationship with my in-laws which is a bit unheard of <laughs> and i have a good business which is getting me an income but i was so unhappy yeah. i was so unhappy i was crying and crying and crying and it just came to me with so much clarity at that point that externally everything is fine the problem is me it's yes. internal yes and i went back to my husband and i told him that look i do need help you know i i really need help and i think it 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 set off a lot of like we went to different uh, people therapists and doctors and all and i was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue hashimotos depression anxiety 
all of it and i think you've experienced something similar so you know very you know, much so oh, that's why i'm nodding my head i'm like yep yep been exactly. there done that you, i know you're like okay i know where the story is yeah. going <laughs> to all of this i'm so, happy you're sharing it i'm so happy you're sharing it thank I, you i think me. i think women need to know that this happens what you yes. see outside is not it the reality is this person has gone through almost to hell and back you yes. know and yes. for me it was horrible because i was this awful mom to my children my children were scared of me mm-hmm. and from i remember when they told me when the doctor told me that you have all of these i was like shit my life is over sorry mm-hmm. for swearing yeah, but yeah, i was no, like no, my no. life is over mm-hmm. you know like i'm i don't know how i'm going to do it i have three children below the age of like 5 or 6 or something and i can't and i had my and my doctor told me like look either you look after your life or you're going to end up with something worse like your kids are going to have a even worse mom and i just had to change because i was like i can't live like this like it's not worth it to have a business or you know everything and you you're not even enjoying it the joy yes, is sure. not there in your life right yeah. so it took me 2 years i'll be honest it took me a good 2 years of crying and i really had to go really deep within myself like i remember my therapist asked me what's your favorite scoop of ice cream and i was like i don't know i had to call my mom i'm like do you know what my scoop of like what's my favorite scoop of ice like i didn't nobody knew because i didn't know myself like such simple things i didn't know i was so disconnected from my mind and my body and i had to relearn a lot of things i had to relearn relationships how to draw those boundaries where no i'm sorry after this so and so this is your boundary you cannot cross it i had to decide who i want to come into my boundary and this yes. is something i teach my children as well like we have this boundary and in this circle only these people are allowed everybody else stays outside of it mm-hmm. so these are all things i had to relearn and honestly for my business wise it's like i had to slow down i still couldn't shut down because you know i'm a i'm a business owner inside man. yeah exactly and i <laughs> i couldn't and, I couldn't and, and it's down. your baby i mean you started yeah. it from scratch why yeah. would you and, and for for me it was like i slowed down like i went from like taking about 15 20 orders a month to taking like one or two maximum because i couldn't i had other things i had to look after my health and then about two years later i was like feeling a lot better and you know i was like okay i can i can i'm back into civilization let's say or yeah. back into socializing and i remember telling like you know i was telling my husband that you know what i have right now is a local business like i was making personalized items for kids yeah it's unlikely somebody in australia or you know new york is going to order from me so yes. i wanted a business where i could cater to like the whole world yeah right i didn't have anything small i wanted to cater to the whole world and that's how this idea for modestly came up right mm-hmm. so modestly was like it's dresses mm-hmm. if a woman loves a dress she's going to buy it she doesn't care where it's sure. from right sure. if you love it you're going to buy it so that's how modestly came into being and I remember the idea came to me and I just put my full focus in for the next 3 months and I was actually the model for Modestly and there's a funny story to it because people tell me that oh it's so amazing that you modeled your own clothes and you know we really feel that it's you know it's so realistic because you know I'm not stick thin and you know yeah. they feel like it's the same type of body but the actual story is I didn't have money for a model and a photographer right i had to choose one so i was like okay you know what i'm just going to be the model and let's see what happens mm-hmm. and it was one of the best decisions i took because i think pretty much 90% of my clients they come back to me and they're like you know we bought because we saw the dress on your body and your body is like ours like it's not perfect made it right? relatable 
it made it relatable exactly so that was going really well i mean i i loved doing modestly i think in that first year because i had that experience of um a, another business this one was i was able to do a lot more with it in the first month like i went for a podcast we were featured in the paper all of that stuff happened and then uh a little before like uh, honestly little before last before corona happened i was like you know i was telling my coach i had a coach at that time my business coach i was telling him you know modestly is nice but i still feel like you know it's not making the impact i want like yeah. it's i mean you buy a dress it's life changing for all of maybe a few hours you wear it and then it's done but it's not really making a difference to someone's life like not yeah. the way i have in my mind right i mm-hmm. wanted something more so she was like why are you not becoming a coach and i was like dude i can't be a coach man like what what will i coach about and she's like shafna you have like 7 years of business experience you know how to sell online and there are women who they don't know how to do it like i never even thought that i could be a coach yeah. and then she put it in my mind because you know she she put it she's like you know think about it right so when i think of something when i find it interesting i go full in like i need to know everything about it so honestly the corona the pandemic was a huge blessing for me because uh sales in modestly it didn't shut down but it slowed down a lot and i had this time to study i went and learned what is a coach how to be a coach you know what are, what are the things you can coach about you know all of it related to it and i just went full in and well long story short here i am <laughs> I love that. Here I am, you I know, here that. I am. I mean, but I feel that's the beautiful that- thing about it, Jaffa, is that you you did not allow one thing to stop you. You no. you stopped at every milestone or every what what others would look at a block. You always had a growth mindset to it. And you stopped at it and you stopped into analyze what it is, how how is this impacting you positively or negatively and how do you want to extract yourself and extract the lessons out of it and then move forth with it and and evolve alongside because for a lot of people the first block they have and that's it it's done and of course you know i i relate um definitely relate on the burnout uh phase because that is what happened to me as well it's like okay i'm i'm um you know i'm i'm an owner i'm a co-owner of and a and a founder of um at that time that was what over 10 years ago of four businesses one of them i considered my second baby because i literally did everything and anything related to it and i was burning out i was going to doctor after doctor with with issues with health issues and i was like you know i can't stop and that was the thought i think and that is definitely the thing i'm advocating for is that especially as women as as mothers as you know even single ladies it's not not about um your your marital status or whether you have kids or not it's about us as women that we feel that obliged to keep going you don't stop you can't stop it's not an option and i think that is the part that i keep advocating for there is always an option just we have to understand of course that every option comes with its cost you know and you you you're paying your dues anyway you just it's a decision it's a conscious decision beyond that what are you paying for are you paying for external success you know the perceived success but but you're losing your health in the middle and you're losing your your peace exactly. of mind and you're you're losing your fulfillment or are you compromising a bit on your on your income let's be realistic on your you know on your um perceived uh success again 
but you are gaining that. And it's that transition from external validation to internal fulfillment and gratification, which also, are you going also, for? I would say, you know, what's the point of having business if you don't have a decent relationship with your spouse or your children or yeah. anybody else when you're or with yourself or with yourself exactly yeah. Yeah. if you're unhappy with yourself there's no point to all of it yeah. if you're going to be going to bed and crying True. like for me right now i know when to stop and i know that if i if if say i have my to do list which is right here next to me and i know that if i have it's okay i have done my best for today exactly. and that's all that matters mm-hmm. you know because there are small people in my life who are dependent on me and i cannot spend 12 hours a day working and you know and just ignore them or forget them mm-hmm. no it doesn't work like and that. even if you don't have the the other people the small people depending on you it, 12 hours of day working means that you're not taking care of you and that exactly. in itself is going to bite you sooner or later yeah. it's gonna bite you know there's a difference I, between I, enjoying what you're doing and finding that gratification and the difference between you are working yourself to an illness or a disease or to to just as you said just crying yourself to sleep at night and i guess that's what i wish somebody had told me that like yeah. seven years back like you know you need to stop i really didn't know hanan i really didn't know that i had to, I like I that you had the option to stop Yeah my husband used to travel a lot you know Dubai was so easy to go and come back yeah. and my kids would be in bed by 7:38 and I'd be like okay you know what there's no I'm not much of a television person right so I'm like okay you know what I have orders to finish so I'd be up sewing till like 12:01 and then I have to wake up again at 6 or 6 yeah and in between because you know we have breastfeeding and all of that happening so I was like now when I look back I was like dude you were just a zombie Yeah. Like I don't know sure. what I was doing. I don't even sure. know how I came out of it, but alhamdulillah I'm out of it. <laughs> but but that's the point, Chef, is that another thing is I and that's what I tell women now who want to start their own business. Um that we have to set our own subjective success parameters. And yes. and that's the point whether you want to create the next million dollar business, that's a success and you're going to work for it and we're going to break it down and we're going to take the steps towards it or I want to create the next two hour a day business as my kids to entertain me as my kids are in school and that's a success and we're going to work towards it we're exactly. going to put a vision mission exactly. to it so, exactly. so from where you stand now and everything you've just said what advice would you impart on your 19 year old self i don't have to go till 19 even 10 years back if i could tell myself <laughs> that i would just say prioritize your health i mean if you don't have your health you have nothing nothing else matters mental health physical health like if your mind and body are not functioning normally at optimum then and now for me i would i would i would still say i'm not functioning at optimum because i feel that once it's broken it's hard to get it back but at least it's better than before even after like it took me 2 years to get over my adrenal fatigue and all but even after that for a while i used to be like unsure like for i remember you know when i finally started socializing and my husband has never seen me um how do i say broken or weak or anything so he i used to be like when we went out you know i, I was scared to talk to people mm-hmm. and when we came home i'd be like did i in the car i'd be like you know did i did i did i say something wrong was it okay like did i behave normally was i behaving strange and i i could see that it was really heartbreaking for him because he had never seen me that way mm-hmm. right a strong mm-hmm. independent woman and all of that and suddenly i'm like you know i'm doubting every word i say yeah so 
it took me a while to get over that and now i would say at least now for me i have days when i'm down but i'm aware of it yes that awareness is there that okay what you feel is not you and it's going to pass it's okay. all right it's going to pass you know and i think that awareness is um you know it's it's something i mean i think everybody should be aware and That's i would true. say my 19 year old self look after your health look after your sleep your food hydrate yourself and exercise every single day like this is it this is the four things you have to you know you have to focus on i, I wish I that. Could say that as a health coach <laughs> i endorse that so <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so on a time capsule perspective your 90 year old self 90 like her to love. thank you for you think i'll go that far ahead inshallah i hope inshallah, so. i want why not? definitely why not uh i probably tell myself or i want to tell myself man shaf i am so proud of you thank you for believing in yourself girl because <laughs> <laughs> thank you for believing in yourself and you know thank you for believing that you can do anything that you put your mind to do i think that's what i, I would that. that's what i want to tell myself that shafna that 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 yeah <laughs> She's yeah. going to tell you that. She's going to thank you for that for sure. Inshallah, so, definitely. Um, you're on a stage. We're summing up now. You're in front of tens of thousands of women and oh, the speech wow. is about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you leave them with? I tell them, ladies, believe in yourself. Believe in your capabilities, believe in your abilities, and even if you feel like you're, you know, your the ground has fallen off beneath your feet or you feel like you haven't started or if you feel like you're so far behind you'll never be able to catch up it doesn't matter just start because if you put your mind to it you can do anything that you want to do anything at all so just do the damn thing ma'am <laughs> <laughs> yes just do it huh this just is the this do it you know just That's do it that's exactly it and i think it's it's not just to do it it's to to embark to have the courage to embark on something and then yes. to also have the courage to know how to or when to amend when to um realign when to adapt when to be agile you know and these are the things that w- nothing is set in stone no business model is set in stone and that's okay i mean we've all been hit with the pandemic and people have shifted and pivoted worldwide huge businesses and individuals the same but that's the part that i think the intimidation comes from if i do it i have to keep doing it this way no by the way you yeah. can change your way yes there should be a vision there should be a strategy there should be a foundation but then the delivery and and the mechanics and the techni- uh, the tactics could be amended accordingly and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think I'd like to add to that that get over the fear of failure. Yeah. Because if you want to be successful, you need to fail. Mm-hmm. Each time you try, you try, you fail, you try and then you'll reach that place where you're right. Yeah. You're finally right and that's success. Mm-hmm. Like if if now when I look back at my life, if my daughter hadn't fallen sick, I would have never learned how to sew. if i had if if that hadn't happened i wouldn't have started on business mind you 10 years back i was still in bed lying down after you know having my popped out a kid you know so if all of those negative things is what came to where i am in my life right now you know so i really think that you have to get over the fear of failing get over it everybody fails 
and that's how they get to where they are. So I love that. Well, this has been very interesting and I'm sure we're going to continue on to the the next part, but um, for, for our viewers and listeners, where can they find you in virtual space? How can they connect with you? Instagram, Instagram's my jam. <laughs> Amin. <laughs> I live on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so Instagram it is. Um, I'll Instagram. definitely I'm putting the the within the the episode notes. I'll put a link to your Instagram. Shaf, thank thank you. you so much. Thank you for thank you, Hanan, for being vulnerable. <laughs> thank you for sharing your energy, and thank you for for accepting the invitation. I haven't shared that story in a long time, so for me, it's like. Wow, you know, like I feel so good. good. <laughs> you know, that's, good. that's you the whole share, point of this podcast. <laughs> yes, when you share, you feel so good. You feel I feel so when I look back, I was like, man, I've come away quite yeah. away from 10 years ago. That's you know, nice. so thank you so much for that. I really, really appreciate it. it was my pleasure always is, and I'm sure our conversation will continue. Definitely. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. I think the bottom line here is go for it. Just do it and uh, do it your way and uh, do it in a way that serves you and um, keep doing it as long as it's fulfilling and satisfying, gratifying you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and um, love, abundance and prosperity to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananilbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.